welcome to the Mind Tales podcast. We are a fast-growing tech mental health organization here to bring you the insights that you need to boost your emotional health and thrive in your daily life. It's our goal to make quality mental health care both accessible and inclusive. That's why part of our mission is to get discussions, conversations, and debates about mental health going. From psychiatrists to educators, entrepreneurs and community members, we bring you the stories and experiences of health advocates from around the world. And that's what we're going to do today. If you like our episode or have any suggestions for future content, please like it, leave a comment, or connect with us on Instagram at MindTalesOfficial. It makes us so happy to hear from the MindTales community. Hafsa, welcome to the Mind Tales Collective podcast. It's always a pleasure getting to chat with you. I've known Hafsa personally for a few years. We both attended NYU Abu Dhabi and graduated from the same class. So I'm excited to have you here today. Um, throughout these years, I've had the opportunity to observe the incredible initiatives that Hafsa has both led and been a part of on campus, and I can 100% vouch for Hafsa's determination and her compassion that. I genuinely mean this radiates within the community she's a part of and that she leads. And Hafsa is now um, a co-founder of PeerMinded, which is a peer-to-peer support network for students in the UAE. So Hafsa, tell us a bit more about your journey, how it led you to co-found this great initiative and what life has been like since you've graduated. Um, firstly, thank you so much for that very kind and very generous introduction, Raisa. Um, I'm genuinely excited to be here today and to talk to you about, about Peer Minded and about um, life since that has been founded and, yeah. and how I've come here. Uh, so I think the journey that you asked about, it was twofold. Uh, firstly, it was on an internal level. Uh, so I have a family history of sort of mental health issues and mental health, you know, as, as a concept, as a thing, as a reality was always a visible part of the fabric of my own life. Um, and since coming to sort of NYUAD, um, going away from home after yeah. 18 years, uh, you know, it became even more uh, tangible or explicit in terms of my observations in the community around me in terms of what I was experiencing on a personal level as that transition took place. Um, and of course, I don't even need to add the challenges that last year brought. Yeah. Um, bring into this year as well. So that was what I was noticing and experiencing on an internal level. Uh, on an external level as well, there were, um, you could say, um, external sort of stimuli um, yeah. around led to me and my friends co-founding PeerMinded, uh, positive and negative both. Um, so on a positive, positive level, we experienced the very strong um, peer support that NYUAD offered us that you were a part of. Um, right. So thank you again, again for that. Um, and then on a less than pleasant level, uh, we saw how uh, accessing mental health support um, was challenging. And perhaps um, on an even more foundational level, um, knowledge and awareness about the and the nuances of what mental health means to us as students, uh, what it can do for us, and how much we need to proactively take care of it. Mm -hmm. uh, that was there, um, and especially not on the same level as physical health. All of that, I think, you know, it was a part of the journey that eventually led to sort of um, us uh, applying um, yeah. me and 
co-founder to the Mon Social Incubator for Mental Health. Um, it was not just a spur of the moment decision that we saw that opportunity and we were like, okay, let's go for it. Um, I think all of it sort of compounded together um, and led us um, to led us to availing that opportunity or avail that opportunity. Um, and since then, uh, you know, the idea that we had it, it, it came it became a bit more tangible. Um, and we've been uh, sort of working on turning it into a more thorough, uh, you know, solution is the wrong word. I really do not like using this term yeah. uh, into uh, a project or concept um, or an intervention maybe um, to support students like us who've been, who come from different places, different backgrounds, um, even if they don't come from different countries, you know, even here in the UAE, right. there's some diversity. Uh, so yeah, that's, that's the journey um, of Greenlighted. Yeah. Wonderful, wonderful. Um, and at the core of Peer Minded itself is a very preventative, proactive focus. Um, and so Peer Minded is really focused on extending past mental health awareness, but really about providing, or I guess alongside mental health awareness, really providing students with an emotional health toolkit that they can then use to take actionable steps forward. Um, so what are your thoughts on beyond the surface mental health initiatives in general and how would you see peer-minded positioned within the sphere and developing within it? Um, that's a very, very good question and there are so many levels at which it can be addressed. Um, but sort of on a more overarching level, I'll share with you something that I read a while back. Yeah. Um, and it was this, it was mental health needs more humanity. Mm -hmm. um, Mental health needs humanity. And I think right now, especially after the pandemic, it's very sexy to talk about mental health, um, you know, because of all the issues that we're seeing around um, around us. There's a second pandemic unfolding, right? And that's that of mm. mental um, uh, uh, problems, struggles, issues related to it. Uh, you see research, there are public and private initiatives that are cropping up, um, you know, more than any other time in my life, I'm bombarded by studies and theories um, on mental health yeah. and mental health interventions. But I think we also sort of need to take a long and hard look on how we choose to support mental health. Um, and is it that we throw more money at it? Do we as organizations sort of outsource mental health support and get top-notch counselors and companies to come and run programs with our people? Or do we build people and build capacity? Yeah. Um, and so that's where I envision peer-minded to step in with our mental health you know, support curriculum, really focusing on building people, um, on providing, you know, those tools that make people um, not only aware, like you said, uh, of what mental health is and how it impacts them acutely, mm -hmm. take a step toward being self-dependent or being independent in terms of taking care of their mental well-being. Mm -hmm. um, so, I mean, that's the overarching vision, right? Um, a lot goes it and um, it's not as if you know tomorrow I can say okay peer minded is really achieving this on the ground um, but having that human element in there and also in addition to that human or that individual human element into it a collective or a community-based yeah. element to it that's where the peer support comes in yeah. um, know that you know as individuals we are a part of that collective and there are ways in which we can be aware not only for ourselves but also the people around us mm-hmm no, I love that you bring in that element as well of community. And it's so well connected to what I wanted to talk about next, which was the, well, the implications of the pandemic on peer education in general. 
um, the idea that peers have a fundamentally different role within their communities and their social circles is very well embedded into the idea of peer education overall. And I mean, this is also what we used to talk about at when we were students as well, just the groups that we were a part of, that peers are special because they have access to micro moments that educators and professors and other teachers don't. So when you're in the changing room or you're on the sports field or you're at a social gathering, there are these micro moments where you can spot student culture and understand what it is and then maybe also offer something to positively influence that or to support others. So how do you think this has changed due to the pandemic? How can we spot hidden mental health problems now? And what do you really see as the role of the peer in this new environment? That reflection for me um, is very important in terms of what has happened, not what will yeah. happen. It's just overthinking for me, <laughs> a yeah. lot of it, really speaking. Um, and so once you've sort of once I've sort of reflected, sort of gathered myself, then the third part of it, which is renew, um, sort of go back to what I was doing, perhaps more revitalized, um, and perhaps with a different kind of like energy. Yeah. Um, and come either to some, you know physical activity or listening to music or anything that, you know, that renewal can, can really sprout from anything that really works for you. Um, for me, it can sometimes just be going outside and taking a walk around my neighborhood. Um, yeah. Step inside has not been, you know, not been very nice. <laughs> yeah. And, and so, yeah, I think pause, reflect and renew is something I'm trying really hard um, to follow through with this new year. Right. Right. I mean, that just speaks to, so much self-awareness and intentionality that I think can only serve just to, to at least boost your day forward or boost us forward as well. Um, I mean, similarly, I think adding that, that setting that intention to be a bit more present is something that can really, at least for me, I find also stops everything from feeling like it's happening at once because you create these small breaks and you create a moment for you, like you said, to take a breath um, and yeah. Absolutely. Amazing. Um, where can our audience actually keep up with the work that Peer Minded is doing? Sure. Uh, so we're on our on all the social media. So you can find us primarily on Instagram at Peer Minded uh, without any hyphens. So that's yeah, just Peer Minded. Um, we also have a website. It's peer-minded.com, um, and we'll be updating it soon uh, with some more content. And um, I really like what you said about micro moments and having access to them. I think that is so, so important. Um, before sort of speaking about how the world has shifted, I think one personal observation that I'll also throw in there about peer support in general is also power dynamics um, and how they are different um, when it comes to you going to a counselor or somebody, as you said, in a position of authority versus somebody you see as a peer, somebody who's more so on your level. And so that added barrier of speaking with them and yeah. talking about your experiencing, I think that's, that's you know, removed. Um, the pandemic has been, in terms of peer support, I think there are some good elements and some not so nice elements. Mm -hmm. um, nice elements are I mean we all know them you know just the sort of like isolation um, lack of natural organic moments or encounters exactly. uh, where you, uh, you know and sort of just 
automatically launch into a conversation about how you're feeling, how life is, which ultimately lead, leads to more deeper, more meaningful conversations about mental health, about um, your existence in general. I think those opportunities for that organic encounter, um, those have been, you know, we've been stripped away of those. Yeah. Um, stripped away of those. But on a more uh, positive level, I've also seen, I mean, we've, because we have uh, lost that connection as a part of an overall bigger community, there has been a greater drive to form micro communities, right? Mm -hmm. And a greater drive to sort of uh, make sure that, you know, there's a semblance of connection with people, even if it's Zoom, even if it's online, um, that there are some sort of like shared activities or things that you're doing. Um, and within those, and this, this comes not from some research study, but from what people have told me, so this is purely anecdotal. Um, within that, I've noticed that the filters that you normally put on yourself in terms of speaking and in terms of how you yeah. carry, I feel like they've thinned or removed completely. Interesting. Um, I was in a catch-up, a Zoom catch-up with a friend of mine who's um, living in the East Coast. She's going to graduate school there. Uh, we talked after six or so months uh, yeah. since graduating. And I expected it to be a very, you know, run-of-the-mill, this is what's happening in my life. You know, I, uh, this is the move. This was like, you know, this is how my life is going right yeah. now. And so on, talking about my job, her graduate school very quickly it turned into a conversation about sort of you know mental health and physical health and um uh, she uh, you know has a, a certain disability she was talking about how that manifested for her mm. um, as she conducted herself in her classroom setting and so it just you know 15 minutes into the call that just happened yeah. um we didn't even about, i didn't even mention my research or anything that i'm doing like all those surface level things yeah. so i think sense there is I don't know if it's just me but there is this almost unconscious urge um, to the truth um, to pour your heart out um, it can again you know it needs to be taken with a grain of salt on the receiving end your peer might not always be ready to hear you exactly. out exactly yeah they might be overly exhausted they might not have the capacity to do that yeah. uh, but at least from the perspective of being open and vulnerable um, I think you know, I don't see that as a necessarily a bad thing. Now it's just about channeling that and being mindful in when you do that, you know, sharing and how you conduct it and then how you receive it um, on the other end. Yeah, no, I actually, I didn't give much thought to that fact that our interactions online might also be transforming into something a little less filtered, like you were saying, something that's a little more spontaneous, perhaps, and also, I guess, just a result of us adapting as well to these circumstances. And really, I mean, where else do you channel your uh, spontaneity anymore if you don't have those spontaneous interactions that you just used to with other people around you? So what a great way of thinking about it. And pure-minded, I mean, right now just leveraging online networks as well it's so well positioned to be able to do that with this online connectivity was that always what you envisioned for peer minded or did, did that just also come about that was one of the rare moments where your original vision sort of coincides and complements larger you know yeah. the world. Uh, we definitely did not see this pandemic coming um, our vision was always of be more accessible by virtue of being online. Uh, we wanted students all over the UAE and eventually in the region um, and other regions of the world to be connected to each other. Right. Uh, 
So we wanted to eliminate that physical barrier. Um, of course, eventually we do want to have smaller micro communities that are more physical and in person. Uh, but we originally intended this to be an online training and an online platform. Right. So pandemic happened. It was, yeah, it just sort of fitted in with our vision. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Um, and I mean, finally, we'd love to hear a bit more about how you, what, what, what is your relationship with mental health been like? How do you take care um, of yourself on days when, you know, things are just really tough? What, what would be the advice that you would give to our audience? Right. Uh, well, um, it always, whenever somebody asks me for advice, you know, per se, um, I always think to myself, uh, am, I, am I really in a position to, to do that, given that, you know, I think for all of us, but I specifically speak for myself, it's a work in progress. Um, and yeah. it goes up and down. There are days where I have a better handle um, than other days. Um, so maybe I can comment on what I do and then we'll see if, if it turns out. Sure. But there's something that I have scribbled on my window. Um, it's three, three words. It's pause, um, reflect, and renew. Mm-hmm. And so I think on days when I get overwhelmed, um, these are the three steps that I try to go through. Um, sometimes I'm too overwhelmed to go through them. I'll be honest with that. Yeah. Uh, pausing, just just putting a stop in whatever I'm doing. Um, no matter how urgent it may seem, um, no matter how much I want to prioritize it, um, I think I've started to you know prioritize that pause or that break um, right. on the same level as I do with my tasks and the work that I have to do. So that's definitely been good. After the pause comes the reflect part, and that's the step, right? Um, to just take that moment to think about what has transpired and not just think about what lies ahead. I think more up-to-date information about us, uh, but those are our two main handles. Other than that, you can find us on LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, everything. Not TikTok yet, but <laughs> we'd love to have you guys on TikTok too, please. <laughs> <laughs> Yours is brilliant. We, we are <laughs> We're trying. <laughs> Um, Thank you so much, Hafsa. This has been a really insightful conversation. Um, And on a personal level, it's been so nice to catch up with you too and hear a bit more about what's been going on. Um, We would love to have you back at at a certain time. And also for our audience as well, PeerMinded is also going to be helping out. um, And together we're going to be having a joint webinar with a life coach in the upcoming weeks. And we would love for you guys to be a part of it. So those details will be in the description as well. Thank you so much, Raisa um, and MindTales for having me. Um, and it's, it's always a pleasure to, to connect with you um, and to have conversations like these. So I'm looking forward to our upcoming collaborations. And yeah, yeah to everybody, take care and pause, reflect and renew. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to the Mind Tales Collective. If there were any questions that stood out to you, don't let these conversations stop here. Share your thoughts with your family and friends or send over a quick message to us on Instagram to share your thoughts with us. And don't forget to hit the follow button. You can find us at Mind Tales Official. We know it's been a tough year. We want to remind you to check in on how you're feeling and ask for help if you need it. Remember, self-care is more than a band-aid. Your mental health is important. Stay tuned for more content next week. Take care and talk to you soon.